Well, good morning for us and welcome back for you. Uh, it's great to have you with us again. Uh, my name's Andrew and I'm with Sam, who, who you'll be able to see next to me, but he's not next to me. He's many miles away. And this is called, this podcast is called On the Peak of Mount Stupid. And the idea is, is that normally Sam will bring to me a philosophy or a critical thinking topic that I don't know anything about and explain it to me. But during the lockdown time that we've been in because of COVID-19, what Sam and I have been doing is revisiting the topics that Sam introduced me to in series one and looking at how to apply them to lockdown life. And we've gone through the whole of series one and we're on the final week of the of the topics, which is called Mind Over Matter. Sam's going to give us a recap in a minute. And then next week, we're going to do a sort of a overview of how these things have affected lockdown. So we're really nearly at the end of our lockdown series so sam over to you mind over matter tell me something interesting for once (laughs) you're so rude um here's something interesting i don't like you so there you go (laughs) good oh we're doing so well in lockdown aren't we i know our little friendship oh it's getting better actually because i don't have to look at you (laughs) um, (laughs) um mind over matter okay so essentially what we um what we talked about in the podcast, which again, I reiterate, we should send you that way. Go and listen to it because there's much more information. (laughs) Yeah. But we looked at a few different case studies. We looked at a guy called Ross Edgley and we looked at a guy called Wim Hof. And uh, essentially these are two people that I've been fascinated by during the last, over the last sort of five years or Mm. so. And um, especially Ross Edgley, he's done some amazing things. Like for example, he has done a marathon while towing a 1.6 ton mini. Um, it's unbelievable and it took 18 hours it's hectic uh <laughs> he also uh he also did um he climbed everest on a rope mm. um but like the height of everest so he climbed up for 10 meters or however much it was and then dropped down again did the same and he did it actually took him around 18 hours as well weirdly that's his number right now <laughs> um so and and that but like in one day in one in one sitting obviously you'd have little amazing. breaks to get some food but in one day and then um one of the ones that influenced me to do something dumb was he once ran 30 marathons in 30 days straight in january a few years ago um like good new year's resolution bro make us yeah, look like yeah. muppets. <laughs> but like he's kind of like mix you see he's mixing strength with endurance and seeing yeah. like breaking the boundaries there but he pushed himself so hard i actually tried once to do seven half marathons in seven days because i thought it was all about your mind and um how'd that go it got injured yeah <laughs> second one <laughs> <laughs> pulled yeah. a pulled a calf muscle but hey we well i ripped a calf muscle kind of different but yeah kind of um, different <laughs> kind of different because i was i thought it was all about mind over matter but anyway we'll come back to that um and then this other guy wim hoff he you may have heard of him as the ice man so he's done like Climbed up Kilimanjaro barefoot. He's done the longest like underwater, <laughs> under ice sort of swims. And yeah. he's got his breathing techniques and stuff that he's worked with for years to sort of like make his immune system better. And it's just all sorts here, which like it's worth looking into because it's all so fascinating. And and in the original podcast, you know, Sam does explain, as much I hate to say it, very well, how, um, how some of the, like health benefits of Wim Hof's um, different things that he does and some mm-hmm. really amazing facts so definitely worth worth listening to that why thank you for being kind to me <laughs> not at all um so so the point is there like like andrew was saying there's lots of information on it but the point is mainly it was about mind over matter in terms of yes they had to train hard but also there's a lot of like i can push the boundaries to what i think 
think I can do or what humanity thinks we can mm. do. Um, and, and I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm not saying we're all, we're all going to be able to do stuff that like these guys can do. They're almost like, like pushing the next level so that we can then sort of slowly be a bit yeah. be- better, whatever better means, but yeah. a bit stronger or, yeah. or mind stronger than, than we thought we could be sort of thing. So that's sort of the intro. Um, any questions on that, Andrew? Is that sort of making sense? No, no, it's good. I mean, I thought it was interesting that you, that you, when you reference your attempt to do seven half marathons in seven days, you said, quote sam hardy you know i thought it was i thought it was all about mind over matter um and so i i almost wanted to invite you to unpack that a little bit because obviously the the topic of the episode is mind over matter but yeah what what do we mean by that what do you mean by that and your experience of it not just being mind over matter so how how does how does what does mind over the matter have to go with in order to um do this well yeah no you're right so i think um what I learned quickly is that we do have limitations and our bodies do adapt. Obviously we all know that anyway, like mm. to, to our surroundings. But I think what I was thinking is, um, look like half marathons, pretty long way, but I've walked a long way in my life and I've done little <laughs> bits of running and done sport my whole life. So I wondered whether it was more about, have you got the mental capacity to just keep going and keep going? And yeah. then the next day wake up when you hurt and you ache, but you haven't done long-term damage to then do it again and do it again. And the issue was part of it was I didn't even prepare properly, but also um, the thing is I did mind of Matt did pay a part there because I got injured halfway around the second one. I just carried on going and I fought the pain and, and I'm not saying that was good for me, but I think there are times in life where actually we do have to fight pain with our mind to almost like get to, you know, get to the, the marathon was made because someone ran that distance to sort of tell his home about an army that was invading, right? In um, wow. in Athens, I believe, or not Athens, in Greece, I believe. Wow. I think that's right. And so he had to run that distance. I think he then dropped dead after he told them, uh, <laughs> as the story goes. Here's right. my sort of sitting on the peak, not knowing anything about like what I've actually talked about. But yeah, um, that's sort of, you know, that mind of a matter is important. Um, where was I going to that? I can't remember where I was going. Well, but there so, you go. <laughs> so, so it's an interesting thing that effectively that what you're saying is that with, with pure mental strength, you can actually, you can overcome your physical limitations, perhaps on a one-off. Mm-hmm. But, but if you want to repeatedly exceed and develop, there has to be a, a partnership between physical training you know if we're talking about physical feats there has Mm -hmm. to be a partnership between physical training and mental fortitude mental strength yeah i think absolutely now what what i think actually the mind of a matter what what i wanted to sort of talk about with it Mm. was um was we've got a battle going on in our brain all the time okay and our brain is wanting us to survive it wants us to eat well it wants us to sort of be let have no stresses no like it wants us to be safe okay and part of that is making us feel comfortable um part of that is wanting us to sort of end up being inside all the time lounging about eating as much as we can because that is how we're that's how we're staying alive right yeah uh well our brain's not smart enough to sort of that part of our brain's not smart enough to go this is going to kill me one day this yeah. is gonna this is gonna give me you know diabetes or whatever it's, it's not smart enough to do that so it's just trying to keep us alive but the other side of us the, the more conscious side of us is going actually i want to um be uncomfortable or not i don't want to but i need to be uncomfortable yes. so that i can 
develop and I can get stronger and I can and, and not just about physical it can be with your brain as well but mm. but it's it's getting uncomfortable so that you can push yourself to the next level sort of thing does that make sense yeah that does make sense and it is interesting that you you say that it's not just physical that it can also be um, mental and I think you know we're, it's very common for us to think about the physical training aspect of you know our 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 brains don't necessarily want want to go for a run but we mm-hmm. or part of our brain doesn't but we also then know the benefits of wanting to go for a run and it, it actually ties in with the episode that we did on the, the prefrontal cortex which is yep. that prefrontal cortex is able to see the consequence the future consequence for our present actions and so it, 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 that's why that's where we make decisions where we go actually even though I don't want to do this now I know that if I do in and and cumulatively keep doing it for five years it it will have a have an effect that I do want. Therefore, I'm going to go through the discomfort now for the gain then. And um, um, yeah, go on, go on. No, no, you you gone. That was good. Well, I was just saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you're saying, so I cut you off. But that's fine. I was just saying, absolutely. That's all I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, and so, if we if we bring this into lockdown life, it's it's basically I think we're much better at physical training than we are at mental training Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is what if what if it was possible to to change the way that we think in five years time by intentionally stopping ourselves thinking certain things now being being much more disciplined about what thoughts we tolerate Mm -hmm. in the present present tense and i think if we were to put if if mentally lockdown has um, a, a physical equivalent to the mental impact that lockdown has had on us, which is something that Sam said just before we, we started recording, was it, it's a bit like being thrown in to, to do what Rossetti did, you know, run 30 marathons in 30 days. Yeah, it, It's like the mental equivalent of that physical feat, which is you're just thrown into lockdown and it's like mentally run a marathon every day of lockdown. And unsurprisingly, the majority of us, and I'm I'm assuming there, but me certainly, I've not I'm not I've not been mentally fit enough to thrive and manage to have the mental game that I want to have every day mm. through lockdown because I don't I you know I've not built up the mental stamina because it's it was such a spanner, wasn't it? We were we yeah. were, we lived our normal life and it was fine, and then something completely utterly changed, and we we weren't used to that, and it messed with us, right? Right. And, 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 um, and sometimes some things in life, some of the stuff we do in life actually acts as a bit of a cover for mental fragility. Yeah. Um, so an example that I battle with during lockdown is, is playing computer games. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not hating on computer games at all, but I, I realized, you know, and we're talking eight weeks in, it's not like it happened on day two, but like eight weeks in, I began to realize that, that sometimes when I sat down and just thought, I don't know what to do, I'll just play a computer game. It's because I didn't want to confront the fact that I was bored and confront the thoughts that came with that boredom. And every time I just took the easy option, I didn't develop any mental fitness. Does that make sense? So, so interesting. Hmm. It's, it's, really, it's really hard because uh, like you do almost, there is an element of nurture and looking after yourself at, at this in terms of like, being safe for a time but like yep. it's, i think it's the both and i think you're you you need the safe to know you can be safe but also uh, and when i say safe i don't mean like our maslow i mean <laughs> i mean actually like 
you know your your, your comfort sort of thing yeah um, which is a privileged thing to say because i know lots of people don't have that anyway but i'm i think we're talking about me and you right now in, yeah. in sort of using our experience but um and then being able to put yourself way out of your comfort zone so that you can grow in that area but but knowing that there is a, a, a comfort at the end of it i suppose i when i push myself really hard on a run I, I know that it's going to come to an end at some point. So yeah. I know I can push myself until I have to stop. And then it's like, oh, great. I, I built my strength up, but knowing full well that that wasn't actually going to kill me one day because uh-huh. I didn't just have to keep running, 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 running away yes. from the danger or whatever. And so I think it's understanding both those things. It's pushing yourself to a point um, past what you can do, but understanding that you will then be able to be safe again. Is that Does that mm. kind of make sense? Yeah, so the, the finish line actually gives you an incentive to be able to push, you know, it, it, it enables you to push through the pain barrier and, and obstacles because you know you've got a finish line. Yeah. And so maybe actually here there's a difference as well in terms of with, phys- with physical feats, there often is a target. Mm. climb this mountain or run this distance or swim this far there's that there, you know there's a finish point um i recently watched a, a brief very brief um youtube video of an american an ex-american marine who did the longest the world record for the longest plank have you seen this Oh my gosh it is crazy isn't it is it how i i think it's something like eight and a half hours yeah yeah <laughs> and uh and i guess maybe that would be a little bit different because it's go as long as you can but he did also have like a target of what the current world record was right but um it's quite hard to think of a physical feat where there's no target i think that that may be why this lockdown is yeah. is, is tricky because we don't know when it's going to end and i know yeah. we're allowed out and we're allowed to see friends a bit more now and whatever but like the normality that we once had is not there and we don't mm. know when and and this is this is like we have we always have things to look forward to i suppose well that's coming again from my very privileged mindset mm. but like like we, we've had a holiday book that got cancelled which is is not an issue because we're trying to save you know lots of people's lives and stuff which is great but like that, <laughs> that sort of thing like is like oh like yeah what is the what is the next thing that we're looking forward to and maybe yeah. this is where we're having to strengthen our brain and our mind more so than we realize because it's yep. not there is no end point at the moment we don't know what it's going to look like and actually it could well lead to another lockdown if like you know if if sort of the spike happens again and whatnot and and that's something we're just gonna i think that's something that has been really important for lots of people in like me in privileged positions to, to actually have their their world shaken up a little bit yeah have them shaken so that they can actually go you're not as stable as you think you are yeah. you are just a measly little piece of meat on this weird rotating planet i'm not that i'm not sorry i'm not trying to down talk myself it's not but like as in at the end of the day i have not had loads of like you know times where i've had these huge life changes happen i've yeah. had to go flip what am i gonna do like it's, it's so it's been a, it's been even though it's been not even that bad really it's still been a big shock to the system you know yeah well and and anything like this where suddenly we realize that as much as we try to be in control of our lives there are greater forces at play yeah and and that's that's hard especially if we've we've worked hard to build a self-identity a self an an understanding of the self based on what we do and based on um, our achievements and our opinions and friendships and when that is stopped 
it, it asks big questions. And as you were speaking, Sam, I feel like there, there's really a coming together of two things that has created the the mental challenge of lockdown. And the first one was that um, some of the some of the activities and stuff that we do, the busyness of day to day life, that can often cover our mental um, weakness, has has then come together with. And I've actually now forgotten the second thing I was thinking, but it's it's then come it's come together with the yes that was it it's come together with a lack of a target with a lack right. of a measurable thing of when yeah. will this end, and I think the coming together of those two things <clears throat> has has led to a bit of a mental crisis you know and and that it does swing as I've heard people describe it the corona coaster of of up and down days. Um, but I think that it is, you know, what I'd love to do now, maybe Sam, as we as we finish up, is talk about how we how we apply some of the mind over matter stuff to help grow our mental fitness during this time. I mean, a, a million different ways for a million different people, I'm sure. Sure. Um, Give us some principles, you, though. I think I think sort of some of the prints like this is so interesting that a lot of our topics overlap so heavily. Yes. Um, and, and I think, um, this is going to sound, uh, really weird, a slight side to what you were just talking about, but a long Mm. a little while ago, me and, uh, I had, I, I have started coming to the, uh, realization, not realization, sorry, but like I, we, we, we're not trying, we haven't got babies and we're not at the moment trying for babies or anything. Um, but I came to the realization that it is, it could be okay if we can't have children, but I had to actually be, I had to like physically, mentally sit down and actually think about that and go, why would that be an issue or why not? And why would it Mm. be okay? Now I'm not saying like, this is me personally. I know lots of people are different and, 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 and this is just something I've done, but I actually had to sit down and engage with what that looked like and why and i think when we link that to lockdown and some of the stuff that's going on i think sometimes it's like like putting like we talked about putting your phones away and like getting bored or whatever mm-hmm. part of the boredom i think should be engaging with why am i struggling with this what am i yeah. missing out on what are the things that i was looking forward to and i can't and not just trying to cover it up with computer games using your example against you. <laughs> not, I'm not criticizing. I know, we I know, all I know. do it. I know we you all do well, it. And we, we, we have our stuff, but, but like engaging with the things that are tough and then trying to sort of come to terms with them, but actively come to terms with them, not just yeah. brush them under the carpet. Yeah. I also didn't know what I was going to say then because I hadn't like thought about that, but that, I think that is, I think that's, I think good, that's the right idea. Yeah. I, and I totally agree. I think it is about confronting the mental fears and insecurities and knowing that, you know, having the confidence to sit down because as you say, our brain is going to want us to hide them, to hide away yeah. from them, to, to deny them, to do all we can to, to, to put them to one side. But actually, it's to sit down and confront them and to go, okay, I need to delve into this. I need to understand why when, you know, why when I've been furloughed, for example, why it leads me to feel so low, which is something yeah. I know many people, have, you know, sit down and, and confront that sucker and start and start trying to process it and work it through. Not just processing the feeling, but processing why you why the feeling is there. 
the underlying motives, beliefs, whatever, what, what it says about how you view yourself and how you view life and, and go to the big questions. Now, obviously, we can't do that again with like this running a marathon. You, you've got to be able to do it in measurable chunks. You've got to be able yeah. to do it like, like you're training for a marathon. You can't then suddenly one day go, right, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to do no distractions and I'm just going to confront every thought that comes to my brain because you'll you'll burn out like Sam did doing the half marathons you'll yeah. you'll you'll tear your your cerebral car <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny but like cuz I that, think that's funny but, but that is that yeah. is hilarious as well very good that's excellent but it wouldn't be funny to actually like really hurt yourself by well you don't have a breakdown things. yeah i get yeah. that you don't have a breakdown <laughs> Um, you're you're a hundred percent right, and the 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 only hard thing here is that being self aware isn't natural for lots of people, mm. um, and also we have blind spots. We can't always see um, where that is. But I wouldn't worry about that because I'd probably mm. just start with some of the ones that are obvious, blaringly obvious, shouting out at you um, that you're yeah. kind of you can you can feel yourself hiding when you when you go to distract yourself with your phone or your Netflix or your computer games or your reading or whatever it doesn't matter what it is it's not yeah. none of it's necessarily bad but when you yep. go to do that notice why and notice what you're sort of heading in that direction with um i don't know is that well, absolutely for, for me I, what i recognized was that it was when i felt like oh i don't know what to do with my time instead of really sitting down or instead of actually pushing into that thought i would just have a i would have a default choice that meant i didn't need to do that and it's mm. that moment for me that I had to go actually do you know what I don't I don't want to keep doing that because I think in in two three four ten twenty years that's going to create a pattern of behavior yeah. where I don't know you know I'm unable to be content when I don't have a full to-do list and that's just not the way I want to live so it's about spotting those moments where where we very quickly sometimes just make a, a choice in our brains to, to not engage with something and and do something else to to sort of avoid the issue. No, um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And my um, top, my top tip for it would be write some stuff down. Do do oh, like, yeah. I, I, you know write down your reflections is very helpful for this. You're so right. Um, look, we kind of went away from no, we didn't go away from mind into uh, mind of a matter, but we we kind of have been going in between a few of the others here. But I I do think it's a good one to link it all together in a way. Um, yeah. Like, don't beat yourself up about it, but understand that not being comfortable is actually good for you. Um, yeah. Even when your mind's telling you it's not. So I, we are going to have to end it here, but that is something just to engage with. Engage with the uncomfort. Um, one of the things that Wim Hof does is he has ice baths and stuff. And one of the things he recommends you do is have a cold shower at the end of your hot shower to start this sort of... The science is in the other episodes. So go listen to the science part. Mm. But actually having a cold shower is really uncomfortable. It's a good thing for you anyway to have the mental strength to almost get into a cold shower mm. and let that, and not not like fight it, but just let it like almost engage with that. And that is really hard. So maybe that's just a starting point as a physical thing that maybe then can lead you to a mental game yeah. as well because they're mixed together. But hey. Well, um, and, that, and that's really interesting because what you're then saying is what if we used a physical thing to actually help us with our mental fitness when previously with like Ross Edgley, he would use a physical thing to, sorry, a mental thing to improve his physical fitness. Yeah. So it's fascinating how it can go both ways. I like that. Well, there you go. Um, Have a cold shower, folks. 
<laughs> if you hear nothing other than that, yes, that's what we need. <laughs> that's one thing. Gold showers. Oh, guys, we're gonna have to. We we are gonna do a review episodes. So this isn't yep. the last one, but it's the last one of the uh, sort of lockdown titles, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's been great doing this with you, Andrew. I love you a lot. Thank you, Sam. Um, we will see you next week, Peekers. We always forget to say it. Damn it. <laughs> but good to speak to you. Good to see you, and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>